We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Classic. We are back. That's we right. are back. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. Live from Brooklyn, you're listening to Brickhouse. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back to episode 10 of Brick House. You're listening to Joseph Brennan and Andrew Pissarro. It's good to be back. It's been a while. It's been a longer time than I intended. Is it a wolf pack with only two? I feel like we're looking for the... Yeah, it is. We're, are we sending out applications? Are we, are we, we're receiving applications. We're requesting applications. Yeah, if you want to be our, the third wolf in the wolf pack... Send us an application at 917-725-0616. I did that for memory. Booyah. That's impressive. That Funniest is impressive. and most honest. Makes us chuckle voicemail. We'll give you a shot on the pod. Oh, yeah. Well, we've honestly, we've already got a voicemail that made us chuckle quite a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Let's play it. What's up, fellas? This is Brian Purvis. Just listened to episode nine of Brick House and got to hear Andy retell everything you could possibly retell about his falling asleep in a bathtub story. Uh, since you guys aren't totally sold that Hayden, Hayden wasn't making this up, I'm just here to confirm that me and Hayden were downstairs in my living room drinking some more beers for whatever reason. Classic. Um, realized that we hadn't seen Andrew in a significant amount of time. So we go walking upstairs and... Find Mr. Pissarro lying down in the bathtub with the shower curtains draped over him as a blanket. Needed to get comfy. We very briefly discussed maybe grabbing him a pillow. Uh, waking him up and moving him was not even thought of. We figured he looked comfortable enough. And once we decided he probably didn't need a pillow, we went back on downstairs and went about our business. So I'm just here to give a second opinion on this Andy story. Would have loved to have made this up and been pranking him this whole time, but that is just not the case. So if you guys ever want to fall asleep together in a bathtub, come on down to Baltimore. We'll head down to, I don't know, we'll drink, we'll do the all-you-can-drink for 10 bucks from 7 to 10 and just see what happens. All right, guys, looking forward to hearing the next episode. Talk to you later. Thank you, Brian, for clarifying this outlandish story. I didn't doubt that Andrew would fall asleep drunkenly in a bathtub. It happens, bro. It happens. It's not my finest moment. It's not my worst moment. For sure not my worst moment. Yeah. I'm not I'm not upset at you. I'm The best part about I'm not this whole surprised. story. The best part about this whole story, the name of the bar is actually I don't know. Like I'm not telling you I don't know the name of the bar. The legal name of the bar is I don't know. That's great. That's like That's having fucking... your band name nothing. Yes, it's an awesome kind of just fucking with everyone type of bar name. I also, I actually remember that bar. It's the bars after that that not so much. Is the bathtub the weirdest place you ever fallen asleep? I think so. I fell asleep on a, a pool table once, but it was a bumper pool table. That's really weird. It was really uncomfortable. I had to like weave my body in and out of the bumpers. I've got another weird one. Um, senior formal when we were at the the Split Rock. Yeah, Split Rock Resort. The resort in that Pennsylvania. We were never invited back to. <laughs> yeah. Well not us. <laughs> our university. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the, ent- 
entire university. <laughs> I think they did $30,000 of damage. It's something like that. It wasn't us. We yeah. were fine. We were well, good boys. Yeah, anyways, so I slept on the floor in your guys' suite, like, under a table with, like, a with on, like, a towel. I don't think I slept that night. I Yeah, I don't think you slept that out either. Shit happens, bro. It was fun. It was, College. It was, yeah, we were... People were very drunk. Yeah. Very, yeah. very drunk. Hey, man. Good times. Speaking of very drunk. Oh, people got very drunk at Coachella. Yeah. Like, very drunk. And then some not-so-good things happened A after. weekend you'll never forget. A weekend you'll always regret. Yeah, getting herpes is like that. Like, the 1,100 people who got herpes at Coachella. I'd like to know how many people it started out with. Were there just, like, four dudes, and they're like... Let's try and give as many people herpes as possible. I've heard, though, like, you can get herpes, like, not sexually. And so I bet you some of it wasn't necessarily, like, sexual in nature. Like, you can get herpes, like, you can get a herpes on your hand. Because, like, someone, like, touched so- someone who had herpes on something else. It's like, just spreading. one herpes? Yeah. It's not plural I Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. Do I play one on TV? It doesn't sound as bad. Like, I have a herpes. It sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it's for sure bad. Herpes sounds worse than herpes. All I'm all I'm saying is I'm very happy I did not sell my kidney to go to Coachella. Yeah, like, that's right. Because your immune system would be shot already. And, yep. And then to get herpes, herpes, you might as well die. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, that's that, that's a bit intense. A little intense, but yeah, yeah just you know, become a monk, go off. You can the... live with Derek Jeter has herpes. Like, does he really? I think so. <laughs> I mean... He did just fine. <laughs> we need. To... <laughs> We definitely need to look up whether or not, uh, yeah, but 1,100 people got herpes at Coachella. Like, how would you, so your mother's a doctor, right? Yeah. Would you tell your mother you got herpes? Probably not. Okay. For sure not, actually. I don't think I want to have that conversation. Like, I would tell a doctor. I would not tell my mom. Who is a doctor. Yeah, because my mother's not my personal physician. Like, I feel like... You, she's your personal mother yes <laughs> there's, 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 <laughs> who's a non-personal mother joe like uh, tell me that reel me that batman uh, i can i'm gonna i can answer that but i'm not gonna okay yeah. all right <laughs> all right uh i mean just bad news about Side music note, festival. happy happy mother's day to all the mothers happy mother's day. day this is coming out after mother's day well, but still happy belated bl- happy belated mother's day as we talk about herpes at coachella <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, just more bad news coming out of the the music festival world. Woodstock got canceled. We were gonna. What were we gonna sell? I was gonna sell a pinky toe for that. Dude, there's no way people are gonna buy your pinky toe for enough money that you were gonna I'm buy. I'm sure a someone would. Someone with a weird foot fetish is gonna yeah, buy your. Yeah, I have a nice pinky toe. Oh yeah, the left foot, not the right foot. You should be selling feet pics on Instagram then. You're right. I've been slacking. You, like there's there's a market out there apparently. Like people people want that. People are into buying. Like, would you? feel weird about yourself being a foot model and selling it to people who not at all because they don't know my face there you go and i wear shoes most of the time <laughs> most most of the time yeah <laughs> what do you wear the other parts of the time uh not crocs <laughs> we should get brick house crocs we should... fuck no <laughs> i don't want it would be fun. i don't want people that wear crocs listening to this show okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm that's, gonna say we're, that. I'm gonna we're, say that. We're banning listeners. If you wear Crocs, you can't listen to Brickhouse. Yeah, if you have herpes, that's fine. I don't care. But if you wear Crocs, Just don't kiss me on the mouth. If you have, if you have Crocs, you're the asshole. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you not, would not an asshole. You just need better taste in shoes. Fair. Like if you're you're an adult, just buy a pair of sneakers. What if you're a child? Um, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's very fair. That's very fair. But yeah, Woodstock got canceled. Kind of a bummer. The, the, I was really butthurt. That was yeah. I did want to go to. That. I was yeah. I was really thinking about. Apparently, it. they didn't have the money to like pay everybody, which is ridiculous. Because like all over the news, like it was everywhere. So the promoter did a great job, but whoever was in charge of finances, a real fire fest situation. Yeah, over you're there. gonna have a problem getting a job after this. Uh, so speaking of Firefest, let's talk about another very uh, socially active thing right now in the in the world of pop culture. Game of Thrones. We're in the final season right now. How do you feel about the season? We're four episodes deep right now. How do you feel? This is the worst season, of Game of Thrones. I by I, far. I'm not going to agree with that take. I'm not going to sit here and say because this this episode this. First of all, I haven't seen the whole season. I feel like I feel like this season is more like an album of music in terms where like you need to look at it from like the whole watch rather than an individual watch. I agree that there hasn't been like a great single off of this ep- well, like, of this season every yet. Every great album you listen to, like the first five tracks, there's like at least two bangers, two absolute great songs. I thought episode two was really like the episode two and the three. I thought was like mo- like if you put those together, literally watch them back to back in movie theater, we would have so much fucking fun. Episode two was solid. It was like a like let's say like Bruce it, Springsteen released like a really good pop song mm-hmm. in like the later part of his career, and mm-hmm. the rest of the album was trash. Like that's what episode two was. It's a glazed over song that's solid. I don't know. There was a lot for the fans in episode two. What would you say your favorite moment so far in like the the four episodes? My favorite moment, Arya and Gendry. Arya and Gendry. Yeah. You like that? I, I know like a lot that. of people hated that. I hated it at first, but I, I loved it. Then I was like, go go Arya. Good no, for you. I loved it. Um. I was like, I get, I get what she did. I get why she did it. Um, back it just made her even that much more of a bad bitch. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. Um, I would say favorite moment. I think basically any time Torment opened his mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that. I would Torment just being Torment. When he, then he discloses the fact that he was breastfeeding from a giant. That was for like a, a three mi- months, was it? Yeah, three years? Yeah, yeah. And that's how he got all big and strong. That was awesome. That was and the room was dead silent. Dead after. silent. Um, also, and then he chugged his beer. Like that was okay. I want to make one of my buddies go up to a chick at a bar that he has no shot with. Be like, do you know why they call me Giants Bane? Because I killed a giant and then crawled into bed with his wife, and she breastfed me for for three months, and that's how I got all big. And then he like just chugs his beer and walks away. I want somebody to go up to a girl, do that, or girls go up to a guy, do that, finish their beer or drink, walk away, and see what happens. The night is young. Because honestly, if if someone came up to me and did that, the, I'd for sure go back to them and talk to them. My follow up: the night the night is dark and, and, and full of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> cheers um, to that. Just I'll drink to that. Um, I would say favorite, least favorite, moment. least favorite moment. Either Ragel dying in the last in episode four, or I would say what Jamie did to to um, Brienne. Interesting. I didn't. I I thought he like. I thought that was totally unnecessary as well. I agree. Like it would have been one thing if he like committed to her, stayed in the north, or even like went and played general. But to just like totally like screw her over like that was just like, bro, you didn't need to be this guy. And it, I, I have theories on what Jamie's going to go on no, and do, I, but... I thought you meant when Jamie did the other thing with Brienne. I didn't have a problem with that. Oh, okay. I had a problem with the way he left the situation, and, like, Jamie fuckboyed her no, so I hard. I didn't, because, like, I think Jamie's going to 
strangle um, Cersei. Cersei. Yeah. I, I, that's my Jamie theory. I think. Because Jay- think about it, like he was like, I'm full with hate too. So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. I agree with that. I and I think Jamie's gonna go out that way. I just think he didn't need to like be a dick to to Brienne on the way out. If you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. there's no way him and Brienne like ever see each other in, in person again. No. Watch them see each other again this weekend. Like that might happen. I guess we'll see. We're gonna find out. What about you? Least favorite moment? My least favorite moment was the anticlimactic ending of the Night King. Oh yeah, I thought that was pretty badass. It was, but like all this time, it was like the buildup of you know these bad bad motherfuckers in the north. And then, like, just like that, they're all gone. They're all gone. Well, yeah, I mean, he was the one who, like, made them, like, what they were. Like, we, we knew that theory. What did you think about that episode? I know a lot of people hated it because they was like, oh, it's too dark. Um, I thought, I didn't have a problem with the darkness. Because, like, that was the effect they were going for. Like, yeah. fucking, they had no electricity back then. And it was the middle of the night. And it was winter and stormy. Like, you could kind of see what was going on. I'll also follow it up with my theory is, like, they shot that shit on the best cameras possible. And, like, my TV in my bedroom here I've had since I was a freshman in college. I bet you if you watch it on the newest TV possible, you're having a different viewing experience. Yeah. Like, the people – and also, too, like, fuck the people who are sitting here complaining about the coffee cup in the last episode – in episode four. Who cares? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, you, like you they should have caught a that. A fucking dragon died. Because they spend $15 million on every episode this season. Right. But... A, a fucking dragon died. And you guys are more upset about – about – nice. Joe just cracked a beer. Um, and more people were upset because there was a, a fucking coffee cup at the table it, it, in Winterfell. No, I'm more upset about the lack of dialogue. Also, bad look for close personal friend Joe Dempsey. Who plays uh, Who plays Gendry? Who in episode four got rejected hardcore? I knew by that was Arya. coming. Oh, we all knew that was coming, but like I felt I like that was bad luck. For so him. my favorite, I said earlier, my favorite was Arya fucking mm-hmm. entry. But a follow up is Arya just destroying yeah, his entire life. Gendry getting totally rejected. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt. It's like a beginning and end. That hurt me personally. Like I felt I felt bad for my. We've all been there. Yeah. Also, I, I want to say like. I want to get off Game of Thrones talk real quick because I know our whole audience doesn't listen to it. But Missandei dying, eh, it didn't, like, fuck me up emotionally at all. But what I will say was I was happy the way she died. Like, they, it was a clean death. Like, we've seen Cersei do some fucked up shit in this show. Like, torture, rape, like, a lot of really screwed up stuff. Blow up. Right. Bl- bl- shit. Right, exactly. She could have done things a lot worse to Missande than she actually did, and I was happy for her just to get, like, yeah straight beheaded. Do you think um, the Dornish woman is still alive? Because last we saw, she was just in the, the cellar, and oh. Cersei said, I'm going to make you suffer. That's You're true. Maybe. I don't much. know. I didn't... I honestly... Did, I don't think we're going to see her again, unfortunately. I did not... I think she's the highest character in the show. I did not... Uh, I did not think about that. Uh, just breaking news... We've got we've got an, a voicemail coming from from Casey. Oh, we'll save that future for, pod. Future yeah. pod. No, no, look out for that's it. That's for this one. Oh, that's for this one. That's We're gonna content that, about there, that's content about the thing at the end of the pod. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that's true. All right. Cool. Well, actually, we're gonna get to that thing. He right says, now. "I got beef on the shoe." <laughs> Whatever that means. I guess we'll see. Uh, we're gonna find out. Uh, Moving on. Anyway, yeah. So Joe and I have been doing this is episode ten of the pod officially episode ten, which is. I'm happy with the yeah, progression. I'm impressed we're we made it this far. I, I am. I'm also impressed that we this made it. This is like we made it past the honeymoon stage. We're officially... This is actually a relationship. Yeah, we like need to start putting out merch. Yeah. Yeah, we've put out 
pictures on the internet so people know we're we're dating now. Yes. Yeah, I tagged you on you're you're my Instagram boyfriend. Um <laughs> 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 uh, but one of the topics that we talked about like at the beginning stages of doing this pod was we, there was a big topic we wanted to do because I'm in Brooklyn, Joe's obviously in Queens. We're taping live today in Brooklyn. We wanted to discuss our f- top 5 rappers from our respective boroughs and do a head-to-head matchup between our top 5s. So we're going to do today seeing as Andrew lives in Brooklyn and I live in Queens. He's obviously going to take the Brooklyn front and I'm going to take the Queens side. I think that was pretty fucking obvious well people might not know that people might forget that's true it's been a long time since the last pod <laughs> it is it is that is a big fuck up on our parts um are we going five to one or are we going one to five we're going five to one all right cool you ready who you got first you mean fifth all right fair touche well right, believe. fifth i'm gonna have the whole crew of mob deep oh that's a good one yeah, i that can't that go wrong cannot go wrong and i've also got a whole crew for number five i'm gonna go gangstar Nice. Not technically born in Brooklyn, but like they put together. They both, neither of them grew up in New York. They moved to New York and put all the music together here in Brooklyn. Uh, some of their albums, some of their music. Like if you don't know Gangstar, I highly recommend you stopping this pod, go looking up the uh, the playlist that we put together on Spotify and listening to Gangstar because they have some incredible shit. Go ahead. Do you want me to go? You want to go four? No, I'm going four. You're going to go four. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Number four. I'm going to have the whole crew of Run DMC. That's another good one. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I've got uh, a member from a very influential hip-hop group that I'm going to be seeing. I'm going to see the hip-hop group on Father's Day. I'm going to see Wu-Tang Clan on Father's Day, not to brag. not hanging out with my dad. I'm hanging out with him on his birthday on Friday. So Wu-Tang Clan's from Staten Island. I didn't say Wu-Tang Clan. I said fucking Jizza. Oh. Well, yeah, what a, yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I don't listen. Because <laughs> I, I didn't clean my ears up. I didn't say it yet, so you're fine. But yeah, oh. Jizza at four. Both his contributions from Wu-Tang Clan and additionally, like... Wait, so you're sort. not bringing your dad on Father's Day to see Wu-Tang Clan? No. What kind of son are you? My dad would not appreciate going to Wu-Tang Clan. I'd be Clan. so butthurt if my son didn't take me to Wu-Tang Clan. I would Father's agree Day. with this. I would, for, for sure, like, someone play this for my future son right now. Hey, you, fucko, if you don't take me to see <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan, I'm writing you out of the will. All right. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Number three. On my list for Queens rappers, I'm gonna say Curtis Jackson, Fifty Cent. Oh, people hate on him, but he's fucking great. He's li- like, listen to Get Rich or Die Trying. Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. That entire album is fire. And my favorite line, I got the magic stick. I'm the love doctor. <laughs> uh, also, he has some incredible. He has an incredible gif from Entourage where he's like driving his Cadillac with, like, the... He's, like, driving a car with the roof down, and he, like, sees Turtle, and he, like, laughs at him, and he drives away. It's a great gif. Use it on Twitter all the time. Highly recommend. Uh, my number three, uh, I've got a rapper who's got a mural down the street, like, literally, like, three blocks away from here. I'm gonna go with Most Def. Both his personal albums and the stuff he did with, uh, what's his name for Blackstar? Um, Taleb... Uh, Taleb... Taleb Kowali. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Taleb, he would be on my honorable mentions, but, yeah... Uh, they teamed up for that. Like, Most Def has some of the most... in. Like, what I would say in terms of just, again, kind of similar to, to Gangstar, they're not just bitches, hoes type rap. Like, it's it's thought-provoking. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, content. Mathematics by Most Def is, like, one of the most woke songs in the history of hip-hop. Number two? Number two. So this was tough. The, the one and two punch. I'm gonna have to say... Tribe Quo Quest as a collective. I respect that. Yeah, you got to go Tribe. Tribe. Yeah. If Tribe wasn't on this list, we we had a fucking problem. 
yeah, well, it's going to be on the list, of course. Like, if obviously everyone's listening to Tribe, they're they're. If you haven't listened to Tribe, there's the two two albums you have to listen to. Obviously, Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders. Yeah, those are our two personal favorites. Based Low on End Theory for me. Midnight Marauders. Yeah, find that episode one or two. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the pilot. Maybe honestly, probably the pilot. Yeah. I think. But anyways, number two for you, Jay. Nice, Jay Z. Had to be Jay. Like right, you guess my number one, Nas. And yours is Biggie. Yep. That was easy. Like, but no, but both of those lists are like head to head. Some of the best rappers ever. A- absolutely. Yeah. And like we didn't even talk about guys who came from actual like Manhattan, guys who came from Staten Island, uh, the Bronx. The Bronx. Long ju- Island. Yeah, we just did yeah, our. Didn't boroughs. talk about Public Enemy. Yeah. Didn't talk about the two that I didn't name that I would put on for honorable mentions: Old Dirty Bastard from uh, Wu Tang Clan, R.I.P. And again, another R.I.P. Beastie Boys. Yeah, you could even talk about Joey Badass, one of the new guys. You yep. talk about Action Bronson from Queens. Yep. Talk about Cannabis. Yep. And then don't forget about Big L. Big L, he's rest from, in peace. He's from Harlem. Yep. Yeah, but honorable mention. Yeah. So, yeah, New York. My opinion, best rap rap city. Scene, rap city in the in the I country. still think I still think L.A. I think L.A. is probably the only place that could give you a run for your money because you still got like Dre, N.W.A., Cube. I haven't named a non-N.W.A. Member. Kendrick. Kendrick. Um, there's Nipsey Hussle is really good. Like people love him. There's there's since, a, since he died. Yeah. yeah, no, people loved him before he died. But yes, he's had a big glow up since the since the death. Yeah. Um, speaking of, before we go, we have one more rap song we're gonna talk about. Oh yeah, actually, let's let's get this. <laughs> we let's, almost forgot. Yeah, we almost forget. Before. We have uh one of our one of our boys from from college the og him. days yeah he, he lives in uh in brooklyn born and raised and uh he uh he's a lover of of rap and hip-hop so let's hear what his take on this situation is hey joe andrew i'm calling about fucking pizza this is casey <laughs> call me fucking back all right <laughs> That's not the most Casey voicemail of all time. <laughs> Call me fucking back. <laughs> so he didn't contribute at all. <laughs> Yo, it's been real. Catch us in the next episode. No, no, Peace. no. We got to talk about something. We gotta what? Go. What? What? We got to talk about Boss. Oh, yeah. Yo, there's a track with uh, J. Cole. Called Tribe. And it's the most summer hip-hop song of all time. If you're not playing it at your barbecues, you're wrong. If you're not playing it at your pregames, you're wrong. If you're not playing it when you wake up and you crack your first beer of the day at 11 o'clock in the morning, you're wrong. Just listen to it. Trust me. If you're a DJ and you're not playing it this summer, you're fucking up. Whole album slaps. Peace. <laughs>